which we have not had in quite a while, and we're so happy to be back with a fresh holiday mix. We're happy to be back. Uh, my name is Brian Barnes, and I am coming at you from Critical Thinking for Everyone on 106.5 FM, WFMP Forward Radio, Louisville, Kentucky. And you might be listening to this on SoundCloud, but um, if you get the weekly schedule and if you're on the live feed, you're catching us um, Critical Thinking for Everyone uh, on our normal days, which uh, you get these new shows, if they're new, on uh, Thursdays. 5 p.m. And you get them again on Thursday. The Critical Thinking Witching Hour at midnight. Yes, indeed. And then again on Friday. At 11 a.m. And who is this absolutely uh, resounding voice hanging out next to me, this this leader of critical thinking <laughs> near oh and far? God. Well, this is Patty Payette. I am the co-host, the proud co-host of Critical Thinking for Everyone. <laughs> Not a... Not a... Very different. Yes. Very different. And I can't believe you just gave them a shout out on our show. <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. We're being That's subversive. That's not our ethos. We're subversive in all ways. Well, we are, except in our commitment to bringing really juicy, critical thinking stuff to you, the listener. Well, and also in our commitment to anti racism and promoting help for. Uh, marginalized groups. We definitely don't want to support any um, hateful racist bigots. No, we don't. We yeah. don't. And critical thinking, we like to use in all parts of our lives, and mm-hmm. we like to help you listeners to use it in all parts of your life. Mm-hmm. And we like to be seasonal. We do like to be ding, seasonal. Ding, 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 ding. And fair-minded, though, while we're being seasonal. We don't want to preference things without good reasons. Right, exactly. And so today, the show is helping us about staying mindful mm-hmm. during the holiday season, which yeah. is upon us. Mindfulness. That sounds like some um, sounds like some Zen Buddhist stuff. Is that it? Well, mindful. Well, you and I like to be mindful, full of mind. Full of mind. Which is another, mm-hmm. could have been another name of our show. I was going to say, I'm not sure I'm <laughs> ready for this episode. I'm and, not sure right. full of mind would have been as catchy as Critical Thinking for Everyone. <laughs> Differently catchy, I'm sure. Differently catchy. Well, when we talk about being mindful and we talk about in the context of this show, what we talk about is like intentionality. We talk about being present. We talk about making... Um, purposeful choices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you and I have done other seasonal holiday-related shows where we've talked about different ways to make good choices or positive choices or at least think through your options in the holidays and not get into like a, yeah. a, a, a what am I trying to say, like a, going through the motions. Yeah, can you get into a holiday rut? Yeah, you can get into a holiday rut. What does that look like? Holiday rut. Putting up the same decorations every year? Maybe, or just kind of doing the same old, same old and not thinking to yourself, is this really important to me, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, going Christmas caroling, is that is that really what I want to do? Or do I want to stay home by the fire and read Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol yeah. or my favorite Maya Angelou poems or whatever? Mm-hmm. Whatever seasonal delights for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like something that... Um as long as you're being intentional about it and you and you know that 
you want to do it? Is that is that what would qualify as uh, not in the not in the rut? Well, I think the way I'm going to answer that is some of the juicy material that I brought for the show today. Oh, okay. And we'll see if we answer your question. Are we going to do meditation as a part of mindfulness? Um, no, I didn't oh. have that planned. Okay. I didn't have that planned. Well, that's just I guess I guess that's sort of where my my mind tends to go when we think about mindfulness as some kind of a an Eastern meditative difficult to discern practice um, well you know what that... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say yes or no to that oh, because man. I want to see how the show unfolds well sometimes critical thinking takes work <coughs> pardon me I apologize oh man for the coughing. apologies if you <sighs> if you're feeling seasonally unwell like Patty have a cup of tea oh yeah I am just getting over a bronchitis thing oh my gosh and so apologize to listeners. My voice is a little bit uh, rough. Was it Christmas horse? Is that what you are saying earlier? <laughs> I was the... <laughs> <laughs> don't make me laugh because then it won't make me cough. Please well, don't make me laugh. Stuff out. Please don't make me laugh. I don't know if I can. Dude, I know. You, you do that. You make me laugh. Well, listeners, he and Brian. Hello. Here. <laughs> Stop. Stop. You're making me laugh. So right. here's what I did. I called some multimedia sources mm. some print some from the web on how to be mindful and have an intentionally um, pleasant holiday in a way that you define listener as like what's pleasant for you like okay. what's what's what feels like the holiday you want to have and some tips and strategies okay. to avoid the pitfalls alright do this for me then what? I'm eating a holiday cookie yeah oh because it's it, a holiday episode Patty yeah, brought it's some from, holiday cookies it's from our cookie exchange at our office yeah 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 so this cookie as I pointed out has been breathed on by at least 30 people no and I'm sure no. that uh, this is going to help my holiday endurance I hope so it's delicious I mean I will say that to the extent but here's my question not about this cookie which is lovely what does all of this business about mindfulness and thinking about your choices at the yeah. holiday, living your best holiday, yeah. what does any of this have to do with critical thinking? I'm so glad you asked hmm. because at the center of critical thinking is reflection hmm. about like observing your own thinking, um, being intentional about thinking things through, about not just making unconscious choices, whether it comes to money or family or how you spend your day or your career choice. I, all of those things, critical thinking is about being thorough mm -hmm. and careful and reflective mm -hmm. and adjusting your thinking as needed. Okay. So what this has in common is it's taking how you make decisions during the holidays, how you spend your time during the holidays, in an intentional, thoughtful way. Mm. So it's sort of like a microcosm of the macro of critical thinking. It's like putting some critical thinking tools into your holiday toolbox. Nice, nice. Okay, because it seems like some of the things you were saying there about uh, rethinking maybe and yeah. about paying attention to my own thinking, some of these things could be really relevant for me when I'm out, say, even trying to do something like go through the, the shopping hustle. Yes, absolutely. But maybe you'd want to choose to maybe not even do that. You might choose to not do that, or you might choose, and, and that's, again, that will come up because that's one of the strategies we're going to talk about. 
It's just to blow Christmas off altogether. No, no it's how to <laughs> how to combat some of the tendencies to like, oh, I have to run out to the mall and I have to, oh, yeah. you know, blow my budget and you know, oh, like, yeah. so you might have, feel people might have that impulse. So, oh, yeah. so that's all embedded in the strategies we're going to talk about. Very good. Well, I'm excited about it. I hope you folks are too. Thanks a lot for joining us today on Critical Thinking for yeah. Everyone for this uh, 2022 holiday edition. We're probably gonna gonna replay it at some point, so it'll be interesting to see. If um, if this ages well, December twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. It, this could maybe be a perennial holiday thing we dust off. Oh sure. Well, we've we've done a few things before about um, specific holiday yeah. decision makings like f- uh, family, you know, interactions and some shopping stuff. Yeah, that that's yeah. That's gonna we're gonna. These are part of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're, so the right. first tip, and by the way, this I have two sources that I'm. Relying on aside from the brain that you have, the Brian brain and the oh, yeah. pe- and the P two brain. Gotcha. Um, this is from the New York Times. Mm. This is from Tuesday's edition, and I, what I really liked about it is the <clears throat> excuse me. The title is how to avoid holiday pitfalls, and all of the strategies involve thinking to thinking in one way or another. All right. Okay, so that there's a thread here. All right. The first one is obligations okay. is curating and thinking through your quote-unquote obligations okay. so with the holidays sometimes comes invitations go to this go to that oh um, we you know neighbors are having this should I spend my time sure. going that or um, I do you know we make a big batch of cookies every year are we gonna spend our you know Christmas Eve doing that again? or whatever and so the the strategy here is to step back look at the to-dos and the shoulds on your holiday list and ask yourself, and this is a good critical thinking kind of strategy, how much time and energy do I want to spend on this, on this, on this, and this? And what I really like about that thing, what that, that approach to saying how much time and energy is it allows you to sift, go, well, maybe I want zero or maybe... I want to spend an hour there or I'm going to go to this party and I'm just going to show up, but I'm not going to stay. Or maybe I'm just going to say no because that's a day I want to spend at home in my jammies. So I really liked that strategy of like using that question. Time and energy Mm -hmm. for this, 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 and like filter and sift. Can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. What do you think about some kind of a criticism of that idea that says something like it sounds selfish yeah that maybe part of this holiday business uh, involves attending obligations that we have yes um, and so some of the stuff that you said like i'm not going to go to the once a year family gathering right. because i'm going to stay home in my jammies that day, grandma's going to say, Patty, that seems a little selfish. Well, I'm really glad you brought this up because you know what the suggestion is in this article on that topic. Okay. It says, still, there are times when we can't prioritize our comfort. And sometimes we just have to show up. Remembering why these obligations are important can help you get, give you a little motivation. So, I like that that addresses your concern, which is sometimes you just have to, you have to be like, okay, it's not my favorite, 
but I'm doing this because it's important to my grandma, so I'm going to go. We do play both sides of the court here at Critical Thinking for Everyone. Yes. So this is um, an interesting angle. I, I think that in, in, a, in a lot of cases we don't take strong stances on these practical ethical concerns like do I follow these family or work obligations or do I prioritize myself. And I like to think in my reflection that this is maybe because we want the reader to figure it out or the listener rather to figure it out. Yeah. But maybe it's just that there are good reasons on both sides. Right. And maybe there isn't necessarily a rule that you can always apply if you're a person who is trying to do their best thinking. Is that fair? Like, because it's going to change with the thinking instance. There's going to be a, there are going to be better reasons to keep your obligations in some cases and better reasons to prioritize yourself and, and, in and others. And you have to make a judgment call, right? None, yeah. of, none of this is not a, a recipe yeah. or a rule. It yeah. is a guidelines to help you think it through and make a decision for yourself. Yeah, it's one of the things that makes critical thinking kind of a long study and maybe also not always 100% clear. Like black and white. It's not black and white. You know, yeah. I want to I just encourage people, there's a free critical thinking seminar in early January at the Foundation for Critical Thinking. One of our mentors, Gerald Nozich, uh, who is a critical thinking powerhouse in my view, um, he is going to give a seminar on how to think through a problem using critical thinking tools. Okay. And it's a free seminar. You just have to go to the Foundation for Critical Thinking at criticalthinking.org and sign up. Um, and it's like an hour long on a Saturday in early January. Oh, but an hour long? That's very reasonable. It's, it, it blew my mind. I was like, wow, an hour? Is he even going to get started? <laughs> they, ne- they, never, they never do anything for an hour. Wow. I don't that's know. I mean, impressive. It, maybe, maybe we eat in an hour. Right, yeah. but yeah. So at any rate, we'll okay. see. Um, anyway, just want right. to turn people on to that. If you're wondering, how can I use critical thinking to think through some problems? Some, you know, if I wanted to really come to some hard conclusions, as opposed to this, um, you know, kind of wibbly stuff that uh, Patty and Brian are laying on me. Um, you know, maybe sign up for that seminar for free and give it a listen. Thank you. Thank you for the tip for it's a, people who want to. PSA. Yeah, PSA. <laughs> PSA. Um, okay. Speaking of free seminars, oh, wow. that's Let's related go. to our next, our next tip. Nice. Okay. Which is how to deal with a financial and time when you feel stretched okay. uh, during the holidays with your finances, how you spend your finances, and how you spend your time. So one of the suggestions here is... Once you have a budget, maybe you should consider some free things, free options. So, for example, you might say, hey, instead of a gift this year, or or you could say my gift to you this year is uh, there's a free um, museum here in town has a free day, and you and I are going to go together and spend the afternoon at the museum. Or let's go for a hike. 
So you're spending time and you're giving the gift of an experience and time together. Mm -hmm. So that's a really nice way. It, and also you can say, let's do it in January. Mm -hmm. So that also oh, deals yeah, with both the up. money yep, and yep, yep. the time constraints. So yep, I love yep, that yep. tip. Yep. And you can, you know. Um, well, a lot of those things too, people really, it's very personal to do a thing like that. Yes. So especially if the person you're trying to do something for maybe it's they're difficult to buy something for but you you all you know they also really value the highly personal move yes this might really do it i love it i love that i gotta stop us and ask i gotta stop and ask us a question again go for it is this sophistic oh my gosh are we being manipulative no we're being resourceful yes is that is there anything manipulative about uh, making sure that people like the things we give them? Is there anything in oh, there? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think... Shaping uh, our gift giving? Yeah, that yeah. So, for example, if you are thinking about you want to give someone an experience, you might think about something they enjoy. Yeah. So if they're not an art lover, yeah. then you might say, well, instead of going to the local art museum, maybe they want to go to the free, um, maybe they want to do the free seminar with me on critical thinking. Maybe okay. they would really love that. And okay. we both sign up. Okay. Or um, there's lots of free... Like, if you look sometimes online in your local, you can find free, you know, classes to uh -huh. learn something new uh -huh. together. So you should craft the experience around what you know about that person. Or or give them an option. Okay. Say, here's, make a little card and say, check the box. Which of these would you like to do with me? Here's some dates in January. And then they customize it. Well, the little card thing does sound pretty fun if you're giving it as a gift. Yeah, exactly. And then they check, <laughs> they check which uh -huh. day or which days that are free and what and they that way they customize it I like that I like I just came up with that but That's I really like it should, you could check out our critical thinking for everyone shop um, <laughs> we don't have one but we need one maybe we do need one Betty can make some cards in the meantime though you can make your own card yeah so uh, those are some good suggestions I excuse me I need some water I apologize <coughs> I'm really Thank you, Brian, for entertaining the folks. Um, welcome back. Welcome. <laughs> oh, my God, you're going to make me laugh, and that's going to make me cough more, and then you're going to have to do more of that, which is going to make me laugh. And Fortunately, we have an endless loop of filler sounds that we can use. Just wait till the next set. Might wow. be sooner than you think, friends. Okay. <laughs> I have really missed you. Well, thank you. I have missed your banter. I have missed our banter on the show. And I am glad that we have the opportunity to make one again. Although, you're going to be bailing on us pretty soon. Well, you? we're going to, you and I are going to have to spend time in the end of December talking about early next year since mm. I'll be on sabbatical. We'll, we'll have to share with the folks our plan once we have it. What's a sabbatical? A sabbatical is an, is an academic thing. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm all ears. <laughs> it is a. Traditionally, it is a block of time that someone in academia <coughs> steps away from their day-to-day -day work okay. to think deeply or work on something and take a break 
from the day to day to advance some other project goal or a bigger academic <clears throat> or personal achievements that they want to get done. Okay. Like sustain time. Okay. Okay. And so are you going to do a thing, a personal or academic thing? Yes. Or both? Yeah. And okay. I will be sharing that more later. So we're going to have, if not full on episodes from Patty for the next few months, we'll have oh, no. dispatches oh, no. from Patty on the Dusty Trail. Would you like that? We'll have a we'll have sound effect. Maybe we'll have that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll have to figure that out. You and I you and I are gonna have uh, Fika time next week to figure that out. Fika, by the way, for those who have never heard that word, is the Swedish break time. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it is for uh, putting aside whatever you want to put aside, but also including whatever you want to include. So it doesn't have to be stopping of work. It can be talking about work. Well, right? yeah, but I feel like you're making it needlessly complicated. That is my understanding of Swedish culture. No, Ifika is in the day, when you day. take a break, okay. you have coffee or tea and something sweet with a colleague or a friend, mm-hmm. and it's a really important connection point in your day, fika. So, but you could talk about anything you want. Yes, you can. We were focusing on different sides of the fika. Yeah, it is complicated. It is complicated. <laughs> it's not. Patty, Patty is a master of fika. I have, I have drawn Brian into my fika culture, mm-hmm. and we have really floor. Our fika has flourished. I think so. I think there's no question about it. Yeah. In fact, the the, the earlier cookie is a is a throwback to this. Yeah, and so if you listeners are thinking about resolutions for the new year. Fika, putting Fika on your schedule is F-I-K-A. You can look it up. And having some Fika time with a friend or colleague, even if you did it once a week. I mean, Brian and I, we try to do it once a week. Um, we're pre- we're pretty regular. I don't know if I don't know. You know, it's given been, it, it's harder at the end of the semester. Yeah, 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 because yeah, you've been traveling and such. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to our next yeah. tip. Okay, so the next tip is how to. If, you, if you're in the holidays and you have time off, a lot of us, not everyone, but a lot of us have time off during the holidays, yeah. here's some tips about how to maximize that. One of the tips is try not to multitask. So, for example, if oh. you have time off, I yeah. know, it's a tough one, yeah. and you're like, wow, I'm going to connect with my relatives, or I'm going to wrap these gifts, or I'm going to do this, like me, I love cooking and baking, right? One of the tips to really enjoy and be mindful is not to try to be doing multiple things at once. So if you're wrapping gifts, be focused on the wrapping of the gift. Okay. If you're connecting through relatives, put your phone away. Okay. If you're, and this is, I love this is a tip I've seen in a couple different places. If you're enjoying like a beautiful plate of delicious holiday food or a wonderful glass of wine, and you, have you ever had this where you sit down and you get this beautiful plate of food and you sit down and you're sitting across or next to someone in your family and you're eating this great food and you're connecting or socializing and then you finish the food and you're like, you didn't taste it at all mm. because you were socializing. Now, it doesn't mean you should be like go in the corner and just like, but but to be to practice some mindful eating, maybe like, oh, this is so delicious or hey, have you tried this like really you can connect over the food, but really experience the food. Mm-hmm. So this idea about 
Mindful eating can also be mindful, fill in the blank, whatever it is you're doing during the holidays mm-hmm. to really be in the moment. Yeah. If you're, if you're looking, walking around, walking your dog, looking at Christmas lights, then really look, enjoy the Christmas lights. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to be checking your phone or worrying about what's going to happen in January. Like, okay. Just enjoy the now. Okay, okay. What do you think about that? Well, I have no problem with living in the now. I mean, that's that's where you always do it. So that's that's, that's unavoidable. Yeah. Um, it's worth, I mean, it's worth pointing out because a lot of us really um, stop thinking about that, right? We end up focusing quite a bit on the future and the past, neither of which we can get to, um, even for a moment. Um, it's all, we only live in the now. And so, from a critical thinking point of view, if what you want to do is accomplish some things, yeah, then you're going to need to do those things in the present moment, and you're going to have to, you know, if it's an intentional thing, you're going to want to be prepared in some way. You're going to want to do it at the time that you want to do it. You're going to want to do it in the way that you want to do it, you know, and all that really takes a little bit of mental engagement, um, and it's, in my view, it's quite a bit healthier to uh, to live a life where you're where you know you're in the now which is a fleeting moment constantly changing while you know contemplating the future and the past but recognizing that they're not reachable that it, it's really it's really this present moment where the action happens you know always and um, I think that that's good we miss that right because we're told to reflect often in a in a negative way right so that in the future we can correct. And mm. especially at this time of the year, people are like, ah, make a resolution. Think of the things you want to change about yourself, right? What are the things that you don't like from your past year or your past life or whatever? Right. And in the future, you can make an effort. And there's a whole, naturally, because of where we are, hey, if you're in a culture that doesn't have this, I hope you enjoy it while it lasts. Um, because of where we are, you know, there's, there's so much advertising toward this and, and marketing structure uh, around that. Like self-improvement? And yeah, and it's and it's reinforced. And the problem is that by doing that, <clears throat> we end up you know, having a lot of negative talk, right, if we really buy into that because we're supposed to identify areas where we could improve, right, right. based on before. And some of that's harsher than at other times. But being in the now, really trying to, you know, enjoy the sweetness of this moment you can't buy it. You know, it's it's it's, it's not a product at all. And um, it just takes doing a thing with your mind, sometimes doing things with your body too, like maybe <laughs> sitting still or, you know, breathing. You know, if you focus on your breathing, it's a great way to find the present moment because you're always doing that in the present moment, even if you're not like thinking that. about it. Right, that's a good mindful... Yeah, it's just a little... Mindful, like a little thing everybody can do. Yeah, yeah. And you can just be sitting in your car and just like, yeah, that's now, right? That's happening now. And then you can start, if you can find a way to make that, dare I say, pleasant, that breathing. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes we got bronchitis. So, you know, this can be a bummer. Oh, God. Let's not bring that up. (laughs) Oh, too late. But Well, but if we can find a way to make it pleasant, maybe then... After a little while, we can expand our appreciation of the present moment out to other aspects. So it's not just the feeling of the breathing. It's also the the sound of the breathing. Or it's also 
the sounds around me or it's also the smells associated with it or it's also whatever, whatever, you know, the things I'm seeing. I mean, being in the present can really help us give ourselves a gift of better living. So, uh, yeah, the long answer is I'm all for it. (laughs) And, well, and the present is a gift. Get it? The present is a gift. I mean... That's cute. Isn't that cute? cute? Do you think Santa Claus came up with that? Is that a Santa Claus? I saw it on a little sign in the airport shop. Yeah, that's probably, they probably came up with it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Really glad you said that, Brian. Mm. Here are some suggestions from this article on how to savor the moment, exactly what you're talking about. Savor the moment. So here, tell me what you think of this advice, okay? okay? I'm going to savor it. Go for it. Spend some time considering the things you're anticipating. So... So this is a oh, little. Oh man! Wait a minute. I know, I know. That's I different. Think you just ruined my moment with that one. What in the world? I was trying to get away from those things. <laughs> <coughs> okay. That's a genuine I holiday laugh call. Okay. I think I misspoke. Did you? Okay. Well, let me. This. Okay. This. This context of savoring the moment. Okay. Is when you're in the holidays. And instead, you're thinking about the future or yeah, uh-huh. or something else. Uh-huh. Or so they're saying. They're saying that that's a that's a method you should use to enjoy the present moment more. Yeah, is to anticipate the way that maybe you're gonna. This is gonna affect the future. Oh well, let me let me let me finish, and you tell me what you think of okay. this. Spend some time considering the things you're anticipating. Ask yourself, what am I excited about? What traditions do I look forward to? Research shows that positive anticipation can help boost your mood and alleviate stress. It's useful to jot down your thoughts down because it can help you stay focused. And research has shown that keeping a gratitude journal can contribute to increased feelings of happiness and satisfaction. But you could also chat with someone about what you're looking forward to if that feels more natural. In other words, what can help you savor a moment of being with your family or gathering with this friend, or is that you are intentionally, as opposed to just like rushing into the party and like socializing and rushing out, you're you're saying to yourself, oh, I'm gonna get to connect with people I love. Yeah. I'm gonna get to laugh and be together and enjoy a beautiful tree sparkling in the corner and just so they're saying another way to kind of savor it is to identify what is it about what I'm about to do or this weekend that I really want to that I so it's it's almost a way of Mm pre-identifying so again you're not unconscious rushing through it it's a way of naming it Mm -hmm. and kind of pre maybe there's like a pre-savoring going on sure yeah I mean anticipation is you know delicious you know for sure um, but it's also anxiety inducing for a lot of folks you think so well and also what it does I mean I'm not trying to knock it because I think I think if maybe if you're a person who is on the side of this business where you're like well I have to satisfy obligations even if I would just prefer to stay home in my jammies like Patty's suggesting right, right? If you're that kind of person and you're, you know, essentially being led around by obligations that are not really of your design this holiday season, then maybe it is really useful to do a little, 
I mean, I guess I would call it like positive visioning. I suppose that dates me somewhere um, in the past, um, but uh, in terms of the pop psychology talk, but but just trying to think of you know ways of imagining a future that's going to be really that's going to really benefit from this moment now. You know, right. these this throng of shoppers. You know, you anticipate someone really opening the gift and the look on their face and you know their appreciation and this kind of thing. So. I can see that. I, I and, and I think if you're not doing that, that's probably a really useful thing. Um, I worry a little bit about people setting up expectations, maybe instead of just being ready for whatever happens, because you know that when you know, uh, right, Aunt whoever shows up, it's it's often gonna get turned on its ear, and we just don't know exactly how that's gonna look. And so right. you really, it pays to be flexible. But if you've been visioning. A specific a thing, thing. And it doesn't happen. Well, I guess I guess that's the flip side. And so maybe yeah. it's like, are you envisioning an outcome, or are you envisioning like a feeling or mm. a mm. a connection? Because ultimately, yeah. that's the holidays are meant to be about. Yeah, the connection. Connection. Connection's nice. So yeah, because may, maybe it's not a specific, like what I was talking uh, about, but something more like it'll just be nice to be in the same room with, blah blah blah. Right after COVID, like for example, uh, I didn't get to experience had a Christmas very much last year because I tested positive for COVID on Christmas Eve. Oh my goodness. So so this Christmas is better so far for yeah. Patty. So far. <laughs> so far it's better. So a lot of us who have had to sacrifice connection and celebrating the holidays <coughs> let me get a cough drop. Okay. Um a lot of us can try to um enjoy pausing um, for station identification. Go ahead. You're listening to 106.5 FM WFMP Forward Radio, Louisville, Kentucky. We are out of the Hayburn Building in downtown Louisville. Um, there are cough drops in the bodega adjacent to the Hayburn Building. You could also pop across the street to uh, the uh, historic Brown Hotel to the gift shop and you find yourself. You think they have some there? They probably do. They're probably um, probably top shelf. Um, in the brown well, hotel. do you think people listening hate it when we have to show our human side? You know, I was, I, I have to say, um, as I get more engaged with forward radio listeners, which, you know, initially for us was a little bit challenging um, with our format, but, you know, since we've been more involved with leadership stuff and um, events, events and that kind of thing, we've been able to connect with some of these people. And I, I have to say that I am just flabbergasted that we have listeners at all, that we have regular listeners. I think that that, I find that shocking. Um, in a positive way, sure, but still a little bit a little bit difficult to believe sometimes. So to, to go into characteristics of those listeners would be just complete fancy uh, for me. I, so I whether or not yeah. listeners mind if we show our human side, you can't, you, you cannot begin to guess? They haven't gone anywhere. It seems to me they must like everything. I'm talking to you, Justin Mogg. I mean, I know that there are a few folks out there, um, and uh, you know, who who really are interested in um, you know staying current with the show and um, try to listen to it on the regular. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think that um, I think that those people must still must still be here. Well, for a reason. 
Well, thank you, listeners, for whatever reason that you listen. Thanks for putting up with whatever you put oh up with. Oh, my gosh. You put up with a lot with but, us. But I have to think that our human side is part of our allure. You think so? I mean, it's a little difficult to believe hmm. in some cases, especially since, well, you know, like they don't have to see what I'm wearing. So maybe they don't have to deal with that human side. Yeah. It doesn't have to get like, like whatever my hair is doing. It doesn't have to get into all that. That might be a whole different. Maybe that's why... Maybe that's why we haven't, there's been no clamor for us to increase our video archive. Because people just think that we have a show meant for radio. Well, they saw that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were like, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's, you gotta stick to the radio. Here's some more tips. Okay. One of the tips is that you should accept. The range of emotions that you're gonna have, like, like don't tell your don't don't try to talk yourself out of whatever emotion you're feeling. Mm. So if you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling like, oh, I should be. It's Christmas Eve. Why aren't I happy? Or maybe you're feeling sad, or it's bittersweet, or maybe you've lost a loved one this year. Yeah. And you're going into the holidays feeling that loss very keenly. Oh yeah, definitely. Then well, you know. Accept that. Accept yeah. it. Well, it's hard not to. Yeah. So yeah. so that is, you know, we think of the holidays as, oh, we're all supposed to be happy and full of joy. But that might not be true for yeah. you. Or someone might yeah. feel more on a roller coaster. Yeah, that can be difficult. I mean, I think, you know, in my case, I'm, you know, very fortunate that my father, you know, left a lot of... Um, you know, a lot of good memories and um, connection. You know, I mean, I I feel I feel um, you know benefited by all that all the time, and so it makes, in some ways, there's a certain presence that's that's always there that's positive. Um, at least, you know, in this latter part of the first year, I guess. So it makes this it a, is your first holiday season without your dad. Yeah, yeah, it makes it makes it a little bit easier to bear. I mean, I have to say it does suck. I mean, there's no question at all that you know we'd all rather he was there, and um, he really. Um, it's easy to see now how he was uh, a binder in some ways for different you know groups of people and stuff, and that's taken a little bit of extra effort to try to, um, you know, sort of uh, fill in those you know, those big gaps or whatever, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's nice when at least the relationship, you know, with the person who's gone was, was a really positive one, I think, because then, you know, that can be remembered and focused on at the, at this time of the year. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody has their own kind of grieving and I hope if you're out there, I don't know why I'm even going on about this. Um, I hope that if you're out there and you're grieving that, <coughs> that you will, um, Find some folks to talk to, or maybe um, you know, go through some old photos and try to you know think of the positives, or I don't know, um, maybe you know celebrate different things that you miss. I don't know. I just I, I hope we hope that um, it ends up being a really uh, good experience despite the pain that you're inevitably going through. Mm, so. Tough one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Critical thinking has limits, that's for sure. I know um, Richard Paul used to talk about that. He One of the things that was um, 
I really enjoyed about my relationship with Richard, one of our mentors in critical thinking, is um, when I would go out to his house in California on the coast, sometimes we would um, we would sit on the porch that overlooked the, um, the Pacific Ocean, and we'd sit on the porch and we'd look at the waves. And, uh, you know, a lot of natural beauty out there is really a, a pretty undeveloped area. Mm. Very nice. And um, he... Um, you know, he would rarely say anything about that, like like almost nothing. But um, he did write poetry about it, and a lot of that poetry, as I think I mentioned on the show before, um, his it was recovered sort of after his death. But but he did talk about that occasionally that he would that he had this relationship with sort of nature, like a personal kind of thing that was, you know, the critical thinking really wasn't so much a part of it. Was more of a felt. Um, you know, experience. Yeah, and so I don't know. Sometimes when I have difficulty with some of these things, um, that it, you know, it's difficult for me to put into words or think clearly about, then I, I just imagine. Um, I don't know. I just kind of imagine that you know there, maybe there are some experiences that, uh, you know, in some ways this isn't the best tool to use with those. Well, yeah. uh, well said, Brian. Critical thinking isn't the magic. Approach that's gonna, you know, fix everything in our lives. Sometimes we have to relate to life from a different place. Yeah, and it's hard when you're a critical thinking nerd. It's hard when you're a critical thinking nerd. Yeah, yeah. which you are. We both are. We both are. I don't. I don't appreciate this indictment. We both are. <laughs> we guilty as charged. <laughs> so on that note, here's another tip I came across. When it comes to being mindful in the holidays, try to let go of judgment both for yourself and others. Mm. So this is accepting. Judgment. Accept, let go this of is, judgment? Well, let me. Conflict with family and friends during yeah. the holidays can lead to judgment and self-criticism. Oh, yeah. Whether you're blaming your partner for not helping you prepare the holiday dinner or feeling disappointment in yourself when looking back at your year, notice when you're making judgments. Take a step back. Try to loosen those feelings of being bad, wrong, or inadequate. Even if it's hard to let go of criticism completely, simply notice when it's happening and let let those thoughts be without entangling yourself in them to give yourself distance. You know, step back from the feeling. I've known this one mindful um, strategy that I thought over the years has be helpful for me sometimes, which is imagine <coughs> the feeling is like, on a stream uh-huh. going by you. Like you can label it and then you can sort of watch it drift by. You sort of like give your, any kind of visualization that helps give you just like a, a productive visualization that helps you separate your feeling from you. Mm. And that trick can be really helpful. That sounds like that might be helpful. That's interesting. Good mindful, interesting yeah. Good mindful moment. Mm. Um, another float away. Yeah, watch it float. Or, or even if it's not floating away, you're, watch oh, look sink. at that irritation. <laughs> or you're like, oh, look at that irritation. Look at it there, it's growing. Right, like uh, you're, you're, you're just separating yourself. Practicing self-compassion. This is a really important It's one. even harder than the last one she said. This I critical know. Thinking, mindfulness thing. Get regular tough. sleep and exercise. It's Take even time harder to do than real- the last I two know. things she said. It allows you to be able to be more attentive and calmer when you're with others in the holidays. Huh. So taking care of yourself yeah. so you're not feeling so stressed and overextended. Yeah. Huh. Um, 
tough. Um, I thought this tip was really interesting. All right. This takes us back to making choices about gift giving. All right. The holidays often mean gift giving for many cultures, though there are many other ways of showing that you care. Explore how you show your care by asking yourself these questions. What are you trying to communicate through a gift? Are there additional ways to show that feeling or care, such as spending quality time? You and I already talked about that. Expressing how you feel about them or doing something nice and supportive. Huh. I, I like this idea that your the intentionality, which is at the heart of critical thinking, is what am I trying to say with my gift? What gesture am I trying to illustrate or embody with this gift? Like if you could name what's behind it. Uh-huh. Again, it can help you uh, get more in the spirit of less of like, oh, I have to give a gift to all of these people or this person. But asking yourself, what, what do I want to, what, what feeling do I want to express with this person? Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, it sounds almost, um, I don't know. I, it sounds like it could be a really complicated <clears throat> way to send a message it can be complicated yes like is that is that still good do you think if we send complicated messages with our gifts well or, instead I, of saying them i don't know well i think that's you that's for you to decide okay we're back to this we, we're on both sides of it with critical thinking critical thinking for both sides of the plate i mean i gift giving you know some people mm -hmm. have the theory that Gift giving is supposed to be about what you want to give the other person, whereas oh, yeah. sometimes the philosophy is you should give what they want. Right. Is right. it what you want for them or is it what they want? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I can definitely think of the. I mean, the difference is pretty obvious, right? Um, yeah. You know, because a lot of times if you try to give somebody something that you want them to have, then it doesn't all. It isn't always a great fit for them. Right. right. So this is where the spirit of gift giving. You need to get yourself right with the spirit. Like get it was. Right with no, the I mean it. it, it you need to ask why you're doing this. Right. Yeah. Are you doing it to send a message? Are you doing it to express something? If it's to express something, what is that? And and you got to make that call as as a gift giver. That's. Hmm. But but being mindful and intentional is what it, that's all that's that's what it's all about this gift giver sleeps with the fishes I don't, know. don't make me laugh please <laughs> i was just i'm trying to offer please. alternative points of view you are going to make me laugh which is going to make me cough i would like to offer you this gift on the day okay. of my daughter's wedding <clears throat> listen to this one tip tell me what you think about it. i never thought i'd see this on a holiday list this is really interesting practice active listening Wow. It's easy to tune out. Principle. This is what it says. It's okay. easy to tune out during holiday dinners and get-togethers, but, but try being attentive by using active listening. You might be surprised how rewarding and how much more you observe and hear. This is really interesting, Brian. They say try to understand the complete message that people are conveying, not just through their words, but through their actions and body language. Like tune in to other people. Yeah. Tune in to the people around you. Wait, what? <laughs> Active listening works best when you minimize distractions. So put away your smartphone, 
Turn off the TV, turn down the music so you can hear what other people are saying. Acknowledge and encourage people to communicate by giving a smile, a nod or smile, respond by engaging directly with what they say. You don't have to agree with them. In critical thinking terms, yes. it, you just have better conversations if if you practice active listening. I mean, all those other mighty goals as well. Yeah. But you'll just get more out of the conversation if you're paying attention to what people are saying. Do you have a, a strategy you want to offer from a critical thinking lens? Well, I mean, I just think what you suggested is the place to start, right? Is just to to pay attention, you know, to try to follow it, to, I don't know, dare I say, think about what's being said before you speak. I mean, that's a, that's a nice second step, you know? So actively listen, pay, like tune in. Yeah. And then think before you respond. Well, because the problem is in our culture, there's so, there's really a premium given to quick responses. Yes. As opposed to quality responses. Right. And it's not to say that the quick response always beats the quality response. Right. But it is to say that the quick response is respected in its own way even if it's lower quality. And so I, I think a lot of people cultivate that. Like they want to be the one to quickly respond, right? They want to be the one, the first to respond. They want to be the one that's seen like to be on top Even maybe of. like funny or quippy, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Even if it's wrong, maybe. Like they just want to... Yeah, get it out. We've there. had some shows related to this topic. Sure, and I and I think you know that's the thing is if we can go the extra step and say, well, not only am I going to listen in order to be quick, but maybe I'm going to listen until I really understand, and then have something to contribute that isn't just trivial. I don't know. Maybe what, that, it's okay what a to, gift! What a gift that would be to give someone. Maybe it's okay to practice trivia at the hall. I don't know. Well, it's an underappreciated gift that you're suggesting. <laughs> well, I love that so many of these tips are strategies are cost us nothing, help us experience life more fully, and can help us in other parts of our life. It's a good thing. I wonder why there isn't more of it. It's sort of like. Um, Helping the poor or something, you know? It's like, why, why aren't more people doing it if it's so great? Well, because so much of our culture focuses on other parts of the holidays, like getting a great deal on Black Friday or, you know, um, traveling to see your family. And one of the strategies we didn't talk about that was in here is maybe you ask yourself, could I connect with these family? Like, who do I want to see in person? Who could I connect with virtually? Mm -hmm. Right, to ask yourself that maybe, you know, traveling isn't going, is, is going to be stressful for you this year. Maybe there's another way that you connect with people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, Anyway, I just, I, there were a lot of good things in here. There were a lot of good things. Did you, is there anything that you think you're going to specifically try 
during the holidays that we talked about today? Maybe give renewed dedication to? Um, renewed dedication. I'm not going to eat as many of these cookies. Well, you're year. saying that while you are eating them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the present. <laughs> good for you. Thank you, thank you. Um, it's a really good question. I mean, the active listening one is always challenging in our multifaceted world, you know, trying to get us to multitask everything. Yeah. So I could, I always find myself needing to renew my efforts in this direction. Okay. Um, I certainly probably spend too much money. Yeah. I could probably try to cultivate more money-free activities. Okay. Which is something I talk about a lot, but I still find myself spending a lot of a lot more money than I expected. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that is a tough one. I yeah. find that challenging too. Well, especially for gift giving, you know. Because there's it, also a certain. I mean, that time commitment's big. You know that. Yes, because no. you can say, well, I don't really know if I have an afternoon next month to go to the museum with this person, but I would really like to give them this book. Yeah, but I can totally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's, again, a call you have to make. Right. And I think, I don't, I was thinking about this the other day. It's so funny we we're talking about it. I was thinking that sometimes I have, like, a budget, yeah. and I go beyond my budget almost every time yeah. with Christmas. And you know what I decided? Yeah. Huh. That... If I'm gonna be overspending yeah. gifts for other people who I care about, yeah. I can live with that. Yeah. Like overspending in other areas of my life might be guilt-inducing, but that one might be, I can maybe live with being too generous. I think that that's fair, yeah. I mean, that certainly, uh, <coughs> certainly reminds me of um, people in my life who I think have been you know, very generous and uh, have really you know, I myself and uh, many other people uh, who I know have benefited from the generosity of those people who just said, you know, maybe I can flex that budget just a touch. So there's something to be said for that. No complaints. So um, <clears throat> as we look ahead to the holidays yeah. and next year, I just want to say that I am so thankful that we have this time together, our FICA time and our show time, and it's been a really great year. Yes, indeed it has. I think we need to get some new, sh more new shows out there. We're going to get them. We're going to get them. Okay. The world lost a good man this year, 2022, friends. My father, Larry Barnes. What a wonderful human being. He had a favorite... Uh, time of the year. It was the Christmas time, and he had a favorite book for Christmas. And that was um, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. In the interest of time, I'll be reading one of his favorite passages. I hope you have a nice holiday, whatever kind of holiday you celebrate. A Merry Christmas, Uncle. God save you, cried a cheerful voice. It was the voice of Scrooge's nephew who came upon him so quickly that this was the first intimation he'd had of his approach. Bah, said Scrooge. Humbug! He had so heated himself with the rapid walking in the fog and frost, this nephew of Scrooge's, that he was all in a glow. His face was ruddy and handsome. His eyes sparkled and his breath smoked again. Christmas a humbug, Uncle? said Scrooge's nephew. You don't mean that, I'm sure. 
I do, said Scrooge. Merry Christmas. What right have you to be merry? What reason have you to be merry? You're poor enough. Come then, returned the nephew gaily. What right have you to be dismal? What reason have you to be morose? You're rich enough. Scrooge, having no better answer ready on the spur of the moment, said, Bah! again, and followed it up with, Humbug! Don't be cross, uncle, said the nephew. What else can I be, returned the uncle, when I live in such a world of fools as this? Merry Christmas! Out upon Merry Christmas! What's Christmas time to you but a time for paying bills without money? A time for finding yourself a year older but not an hour richer? A time for balancing your books and having every item in them through a round dozen of months presented dead against you. If I could work my will, said Scrooge indignantly, every idiot who goes about with a Merry Christmas on his lips should be boiled in his own pudding and buried with a stake of holly through his heart. He should. Uncle, pleaded the nephew. Nephew, returned the uncle sternly. Keep Christmas in your own way and let me keep it in mine. Keep it, replied Scrooge's nephew, but you don't keep it. Let me leave it alone then, said Scrooge. Much good may it do you. Much good it has ever done you. There are many things from which I might not, I might have derived good, but which I have not profited, I dare say, returned the nephew. Christmas among the rest. But I am sure I have always thought of Christmas time when it has come round apart from the veneration due its sacred name and origin. If anything belonging to it can be apart from that, as a good time, a kind, forgiving, charitable, pleasant time, the only time I know of in the long calendar of the year when men and women seem by one consent to open their shut-up hearts freely and to think of people below them as if they really were fellow passengers to the grave and not another race of creatures bound on other journeys. And therefore, uncle, though it has never put a scrap of gold or silver in my pocket, I believe that it has done me good and will do me good, and I say God bless it. Dickens said he wanted his work to be a sledgehammer for the poor. What are we doing for the poor? Is my work a sledgehammer for anything? Just give it some thought, my peoples. Critical thinking around the holidays can be fast and furious. Yes, and full fraught. Fully fraught. Yeah. So, as you're having challenges, maybe they're just um, out there being witty at you. Maybe they're trying to full-on insult you. Maybe they're trying to manipulate you. Maybe they're trying to just make you look like you're not as smart as you could be. Uh the thinking is there for you to work on. The thinking is there for you to consider. And the thinking is always there to be investigated, to be analyzed. And we hope that you'll do it because, as you probably know, we think that thinking is for everyone. Continue.